Welcome to another edition of the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast. With me, as always, my tag team partner, Amarito Rivera. My name is Randy Zelia. And with us, we have the legend, the Hall of Famer, the master of DDP yoga, Diamond Dallas Page. DDP, thanks for giving us some time today. I really appreciate it, brother. Yeah, my, my pleasure, man. Today, today's been one of those days where I've gone from one thing to another to another. And, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. The last two guys I just talked to, this is, I've had a bunch of people come to me about wanting to do, I don't even like the word reality show. I call, I call it docu-series because then it's, that's what we do. We document stuff. Uh, our, you know, our movie, our documentary, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake says it all, you know, uh, that's what we do. We, 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 uh, we document real time stuff uh, from our stories of people we help to whatever, that reality show stuff, it's all, it's all bullshit, you know, and it's all fake, you know, so I don't want anything to do with that. And, and they're like, no, no, it's the same thing. We got, we are going and they were great guys. So I'm like, I know you think you know what my show is, but you really don't know, but a piece of me, you need to come up here and spend a couple of days. And, and then I know they're real too, you know, like they want to put the time in and they do, they, uh, they were both good guys. So just another cool part of my day, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm psyched about it. Is that something that, that you can talk about? Uh, something down uh, the pipe? Yeah. You know, I just call everything like this positive bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's positive. Uh, but it's it's bullshit till it happens. So mm -hmm. in the meantime, you know, I, I, I focus on things that's real, that leave positive bullshit. And they're just what we're doing. Like, we have a new documentary coming out called uh, Relentless. It'll be out probably in the next two to three weeks, uh, right around uh, going into the, the holidays. Well, we're already in, in the holidays, the first part of them, but probably around the middle of December. And Relentless is the story of me blowing my back out in professional wrestling and being told by three different spine specialists that I'm never gonna be able to wrestle again. Now you have to understand my mindset. I didn't start wrestling until I was 35. My career took off when I was 40. And I mean, at, on the end of 40, like you know, I was 40 and seven months old when it started to really take off. And then it blew up and you know, that was 96. So 97, 98, I was on top of the world. And I was at, everybody was seven figures. Every single guy I work with from Savage to Hulk to Nash to Hulk. Everybody was seven-figure players, but me, and I was like 275, which is a lot of money. But in that world, you know. But in that world, when you, when I got everything paid for too, but it friggin' you know, when that what I was producing, you know, I was in like 12 or 13 either main event pay-per-views or uh, semi-main event. I mean, if you just take the thing with Rodman and, and, and Malone, if you just take that with me and Malone against Rodman and Hogan, that was the second highest grossing pay-per-view in WCW's history. Wow. It'll be one of the highest. The one, the only thing that was ahead of it was, um, was I saw my granddaughter screaming upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the only thing that, um, uh, was ahead of it was Sting and Hogan. And they they promoted that for one solid year. And uh, so to be following that pay-per-view is, you know, pretty damn cool. But again, like I was saying, everybody's making, if I was on that pay-per-view in the WWE back in the day, I'd have made like probably three million. Wow. For that show, <laughs> you know, at, at least at least a million at least a million. You know, when it's one of the top grossing pay-per-views of all time in WWE, yeah, that, you're going to make at least a million bucks. So grossly underpaid. And I just gotten to a point where um, it's time for me to, you know, to, to sign my deal. And I signed the deal. And, you know, the money was great, the freedom to do what I wanted. I owned everything. And that's another reason why no one can own my name, my sign, all my stuff. I own everything. And that was, to me was worth a ridiculous amount of money. And um, 
So uh, I finally get all that, and then I blow my back out, and they told me my career's done. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when you, uh, when you finally, you know, get back on track, and that's where DDPY starts back then, you know, and that was 21 years ago. So, you know, uh, oh, I lost you guys. Hold on. Let me back it up. Hold on. I got you. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, just just being in that spot of of thinking everything's done. It's over. It's this is the worst thing happened. I blow my back out. Turned out to be the best thing ever happened to me. Because look what I'm doing today, you know? Yeah, I, well, I saw the, the the part where you were on Shark Tank, and we and obviously we've seen a lot of the success stories. That was actually around the last time you and I spoke was when it was about a few months after you were on Shark Tank. Um, and the success of the DDP yoga, how did you handle doing the transition from the DVD into digital? Because I know that was a, a big thing for you. Can you talk about the change you had to make sure. going over? To well, what's funny is we still sell a ridiculous amount of DVDs. Would you ever even think that in a million years? Yeah. You know, I th I thought that I thought that five years ago when we started the app, we would completely be done with DVDs in two years. But that's not what happened. <laughs> we still do ridiculous, you know, sales with with DVDs because I think some people don't want to be on the app all the time, but they don't really realize what the app is. Like our app isn't like there's no other fitness app that can touch us. No, nobody, because we're constantly growing all the time. And like back in the day with DVDs, you got DVDs, you got, you know, 12, 22, 40, 40 workouts, whatever it is. Well, that's what you have. And eventually you're going to grow out of some of those early workouts because what used to seem really hard is super easy now. You know, unless you stop doing it, then you'll have to go back to that beginning stuff again. But my point is you're stuck with one mode and your only inspirational stuff is going to come from what you read and your cooking stuff is going to come from what you read. I can't add to that. So I can't add to the workouts with DVDs. Oh, I can, but not what you've already invested in. So what we did with the app, now we made every excuse well and there you, you can't have any because if you can't tell me i can't do your workout it's too hard my workouts start off in bed like we built the whole program called ddpy rebuild like you can't get out of bed my bed flex workouts i got three of them right now they're going to strengthen your body to get you up and sit in a chair damn it <laughs> I think I keep getting all these damn alarms. All right, there we go. <laughs> um, uh, the, the bed flex take you to chair force where you're sitting in a chair and you're doing the workout. And if you do it the way I'm telling you to do it and you're wearing a heart monitor, I guarantee you, you will get in the fat burning zone sitting in a chair. And then the next step is stand strong where you hold the chair and then you balance yourself. You, you help get back your balance, your strength, your mobility, how to get up, how to get down. And then it goes to beginner, intermediate, all the way to psycho extreme stuff. Like I just got done doing a workout and these workouts I just came up with and I call them DDPY jacked. And have you ever heard of BFR training, blood flow resistant training? No. The, the funny part about this is I've been working on this for a year mm -hmm. and I finally am going to be releasing it this week. And what they are is straps that go around your arm. Think of blood pressure strap. Okay. Like when they put a blood pressure thing on and the, it's funny because yesterday, Rudy, you guys know Rudy, there's only one Rudy that matters in the world. <laughs> yeah, Randy talks Rudy. about him all the time. Fucking <laughs> Rudy sent me a, because um, Rudy does my program now. Rudy um, sent me a clip of Mark Wahlberg on Dr. Oz, and he's got the straps on his arms and on his legs, but they're not mine. 
They're, they're called Be Strong. And I've used them. And uh, they're good, <clears throat> but they're not good for what I do. And they're a bit of a pain in the ass because like a blood pressure cuff, it goes around here, two inches around your arm. And then when you pump it up, you've got a thing, you got to put it on there, clip it on and pump it up. Then you unclip it. And then you do the curls or, you know, laterals or upright rows, whatever you're doing. It helps to restrict the blood flow so that your muscles, they, the density of your muscle and the strength of your muscle grows at a different rate. Oh, wow. And that's, that's the best way I can say it. Like, hold on, I want to grab something. I got to read you something that someone wrote to me. Uh, at some point, I'll do that. Um, so Mark is on Dr. Oz and he's got the be strong ones, which are good for training in a gym or whatever. But the pumping up to me is, is annoying, um, but they work, all right? My stuff's a flow. So you can't stop, pump it up, do the workout, stop, unplug it, stop. You, know, you can't do that because everything's a flow. I want to keep it moving. So I found a company that made a version of the uh, of the strap that was better for me than the B strong ones. And cause I could jack them up and make them tight and then I could pop them in the same flow and get them loose again. But I said to him, I said, these aren't really functional. This is what I need. And for nine months, we changed the entire thing. And now they are unbelievable. And the top people like, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Dr. Andrews, but he's out of Birmingham. And if, if you're someone in WWE and you get injured or you're in the NFL or MLB or wherever, Dr. Andrews works on the top talent in the world. So his PT guy is a guy named Kevin. And Kev was like, man, these new DDPY jack straps you put together, they're the best thing I've ever used. And I'm going down to interview him next week. And uh, I'm excited to do it because he's so pumped about the program. So I'm gonna pull up. One of the things I've been doing is I've put a whole group of guys, I sent out like 15 of them and three of them are girls and 12 are guys. And I said, let me know your experience as you go through this. And most of these guys are weightlifters who also do DDPY. So JJ, did an incredible, if you go on YouTube and you look up DDP yoga versus P90X, like he breaks down each workout and its benefit. It was really cool the way he did it. And I said, I sent him the straps. He also loves lifting weights. He's uh -huh. not that big a guy, maybe a buck 80, but he can move 325 pounds for reps. Okay. So I said, I said, if you're going to do this, JJ, I need you not to lift weights. And he said, no weights at all. I go, just for 90 days. We'll test you at 45 days in. If it if it's dropping dramatically, then you can go back. But I let's check it at 45 days. And if you're still hanging in there, then we'll check it at 90 days. So he sends me this. And it's not me, it's all on this thread when all the guys can see it, right? Okay. And he said, I've, I've been lifting weights five days a week and doing DDPY two days a week for the past two years or so. Since Labor Day, I've done nothing but DDPY jacked every day. No weights. Did my midpoint lifting test yesterday. On my heavy sets, I lost no reps. Wow. He said, I wow. lost, in parentheses, he wrote, I lost two reps during COVID, the heavy COVID season when my only alternative was light weights and high reps. On my lighter sets, I gained strength and a couple of reps. And then he wrote, massive surprise since I've been lifting only air for the last 45 days. Wow. That's DDPY jacked. And 
when I read that, I called him up. I go, dude, so do you think you need to start lifting? He goes, no, I'm going to make it all 90 days. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you talk about the app, I just added all that. There's never going to be probably DVDs with the jacked workouts and you don't need the straps to do them. You can, I tell you, if you, if you got them, jack them, if not, just go with us. Goals AR is more challenging. Uh, just build your strength, build your, your endurance uh, type, type, type of training. And the funny part is these straps are made for rehab. So once I get this up and going, I'll be taking those same straps back to the rebuild section. Oh, wow. Okay. And, I'll, and I'll, com I'll completely take the workouts to another level. You can do them without straps or you can do them with straps. And the reason they're so amazing, a Japanese guy, God, can't, not Dr. Nato, I can't remember, I can't remember exactly his last name, but he developed these things about, I don't know, a while ago. And he did it for patients who were injured. And then they started to take off and people thought that BFR training was gonna be the, the, the day of the future for weightlifters. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know a guy in the gym who wants to lift half the weight and get the same results. I don't know one. They want to lift as heavy as they can till they blow something, you know? Uh, it's all about the ego of lifting the weight. But if you're smart, like once you start doing my, my, uh, my program and you're doing that, then going into the gym, you have a different viewpoint on it. Uh, the son of Rick Steiner, Bronson Steiner. Bronson Steiner, uh, he had he had a tryout with the uh, with the um, Ravens, and he made it all the way to the last cut. Uh, great kid. He'll end up in one of the, he'll end up at WWE at some point, and he's going to be a big star. He's a handsome stud, like a thoroughbred. You know, Steiner. You know, just yeah. like Rick Scott, you know, <laughs> um, and uh, he he works out with me all the time. And he started using, I just gave him the leg straps today. And he loves using them in the gym because the pump. And I mean, you've, you've never had a pump like this, just lifting weights in the gym. When you add it to them together, it's magic. And this is how I know that they work on a different level. I will be 65 in six months. Uh, for my program has three second, five second, and 10 second pushups in it. And it took a long time for me to get the six, 10 second pushups. But once I own that, I eventually got seven. And then I got eight. And then years later, I got nine. But I only got nine like four times. And then one day I got 10. And I was like, oh my God, I got 10. I went back to try to get that 10. On my 63rd birthday, I said, I'm going to get 10, 10 second pushups today. We filmed it. I got eight, you know? <laughs> and uh, I started doing the jack straps probably about. Uh, 11, about 11, I was on, I was on uh, AEW in January. So God, probably has been doing for like 13 months now, but at the uh, nine month mark was April for me. And my strength was through the roof and my endurance was insane. The density in my muscle, like feeling like it's like, it's like a rock. It's like, it's like when I lifted weights and I thought I'm going to get those 10 second pushups on this birthday. Huh. And then I got 10 and I thought, holy shit, I'm going to go for 11. And I got 11. And then I thought, is it possible to get 12? And I went down for 10, held for 10, 10, nine, eight. And right around seven, I had, I just, I couldn't go any farther. Mm -hmm. I was stuck. And that's what happens. And I just dropped one knee and went up the rest of the way. But I've never done that. For clarity, real quick. So you're you're pushing up 
for 10 seconds and then yes. down for 10 you're, seconds? You, you, you start in, in plank. Okay. You lower for 10. Okay. You hold three inches off the ground for 10. And then you come up 10, nine. Just think of like a hydraulic shift. Oh, wow. Okay. So you do it slowly okay. at, uh, counting. Slow burn push-ups. That's what I wow. call it. Okay. Okay. And like when I was over in, I've been to Iraq three times, Afghanistan once. When I was over there, at one point, somebody challenged me to push-up contest. <laughs> and uh, I said, I'm not going to do those, you know, those mi minor league up and down push-ups. I said, I'll do 10 second push-ups with you. He goes, come on. Well, by the time he got the three, he was shaking so hard. And I'm like, dude, did I ever tell you I'm 52 years old? That's the first <laughs> time I went. What? <laughs> Boom, he went down. Uh, so bottom line is, if I'd, have went, if I'd have been in the same spot at 64, I would have smoked them even worse. So who gets stronger? in their mid sixties. Yeah. Well, I have found something that can help do that. And then I got COVID. Then I had a, I, I tweaked my shoulder and that really hurt. And then I had, um, it's called the, um, um, I had uh, what is it called? Um, hiatal hernia. Ooh. And what that means is your diaphragm, your stomach goes up into your diaphragm. Yeah. So they got to pull it out. And then I had reflux that was really bad. So your stomach looks like a hand almost, you know, yeah. and there's a spout. It's your, it's your esophagus. And what it does is it, it's a sphincter. It closes. The food comes in it opens, takes the food it closes. Well, if you're been beat up, like I have, you're, Sphincter doesn't work as good. So reflux starts coming out up into your throat and really did a beating on my throat for years. Bottom line is the operation I had when they fixed the hiatal hernia, they put magnets around my esophagus and then they put a you know, wire through them and the magnets open when the food come and then close again. But in the beginning, that first two weeks, you got to break up the scar tissue that's in there and it sucks and I couldn't eat shit and I dropped like 12 pounds and I, you know, I was so weak and then I couldn't train for seven weeks. Oh, wow. So I literally just came back last week and because I tweaked my shoulder bad, climbing up a wall, screwing around because coming down, going up, I was good. Coming down's a trick because you can't see the shit in my yeah, neck. Exactly. I don't have like, I'm not like a little kid who can lean all over the place, you know? So I tweaked his shoulder. So now I'm pampering it right now. So today I didn't, it didn't hurt, but I got two of them today in the, at the end of a workout, they would have put you two guys in the hospital. Oh, I'm because, sure. Because, because <laughs> the workout I, I did today, <laughs> the workout I did today, I tell them when they come on, like, if you're a beginner, this is not for you. If you're intermediate and you know how to check your ego and lower to a knee or step in and you know modifications, well, then you might want to try this. But this is really for the advanced and the psycho extreme people who want to get their ass kicked. And I'm doing it to myself. So all you got to do is keep up with the guy that's six months from 65 and you're good. And this is at your gym? No, this is, actually, I'll do it at my performance center. But I, because of COVID, I've created the whole, you know, thing down here in my in my basement. Okay. So think about that when it comes to DVDs, and then all of this is on the app, and then motivational Mondays. Every Monday, I am going to inspire you and tell you an amazing story. This week's about being thankful, and. This story is crazy. I'd lost my, uh, I'd lost my Hall of Fame ring and I couldn't find it. And the only two things that really of possessions that I really care about is that friggin' belt because it was a symbol of what I had achieved. That belt up there, which is WWE Hall of Fame belt. 
and my Hall of Fame ring. I mean, those are the only things like the cars, the the house, the shit, you know, I mean, pictures I care about, if I've burned my computer and lose all that, but things that are close to me mean something. The other stuff's just possessions, you know? And I lost that ring. And, oh my God. I was just breathing for like a month going, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. And right before, during the heavy COVID season, my girl Paige, her name is Paige. My girlfriend's name is Paige. Uh, <laughs> Dallas, and this is Paige. <laughs> no, it's like Randy. His girlfriend's uh, Randy. My fiance's fiance oh. name is Randy. So I have, we have yeah. Randy and Randy. Yeah. I thought he was messing with me when I first met them. He's like, oh, this is uh, Randy. I'm like, oh, you're a real funny guy. Uh, it's funny, yeah. They call they call her girl Paige, you know, if okay. my family. But my family knows you do not call me Paige out in public. Because oh. then other people in this, it's, I'm all about branding. Yeah. And no one really knows who Paige Joseph Falkenberg is. In my hometown, they all know. Jersey Shore, most people know. But I'm Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. I'm DDP. That's the brand I created. And that's some, that's a brand you can count on. So every Monday, we're giving you motivational Mondays. Uh, and like I said, this week, it's about me and Paige going on a trip. And uh, we're in TSA. And as I'm, there's no one in the airport. There's 12 people in the airport. Mm -hmm. This is about three months ago. And um, I, uh, I go through and put my stuff in my pocket and hear, hey, bro. You dropped your license. I go, oh my God, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Put it in my pocket, go four terminals down, uh, get on a plane, fly to Washington, D.C., get off the plane. You know, I'm wearing my mask, wearing my stuff, go in the bathroom, got to wash your hands, right? So you got to wash your hands in, wash your hands out, wash my hands, come out, go to the bathroom, come back, wash my hands, take my rings off, put them down, dry my hands good. And some guy goes, hey, DDP, blah, blah, blah. I was like, hey, man, how you doing? Hey, good to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Out, get up, go to my dentist where I'm going to. And when I get there, I say to the girl, I go, can I use the restroom? She's like, sure. I go in the restroom, wash my hands, and I go, my rings. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I left, I left my ring. Oh, my God, not again. So I, I figured they're gone. Right, they ain't ever gonna come back. And uh, the girl goes, what's the matter? What's the matter? Cause she heard me, I yelled in the bathroom. <laughs> and I said, I took my rings off when I washed my hands and a fan in the, you know, said, hey, DDP, blah, blah, blah. And I left them in the bathroom. She goes, well, what, what airport? I said, Dulles. She goes, well, what do you fly? I go, uh, Delta. She goes, what's your thing? I give her my thing. I go, baby, you ain't ever going to find them. You know, so she goes, hey, you never know. You never know. And like, I'm a pretty positive guy, but this is God playing a joke on me because I'd already lost it. I got it back. And then I did something stupid, you know? So uh, I sit down. I'm about to get the doctor work on me. And he walks in like in a hazmat outfit. He is covered from head to toe. And as the doc's walking up, my phone buzzes and I see a, uh, a call from my buddy, uh, Ken West, who's my chiropractor, and we're best friends. And he says, emergency, call me. I call my son, doc, hold on one second. And he goes, hey, remember I told you my kid was sick? I said, yeah. He goes, you got COVID, so do I. He goes, you need to go get tested. I'm like, oh. Now I'm looking at the hazmat suit guy, right? I've flown from Atlanta to DC. I'm here. How could he possibly get it? My 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 good self says, you can't do that. <laughs> so I so I go, Doc, I just got the call. And I get up, I go, I can't let you work on me, man. I said, a friend of mine just found out he had COVID. He's like, and you're actually telling me? He goes, man, what a guy you are. I go, well, today I am. Yeah, I, go, <laughs> I go, man, I go, I just can't do it to you, man. So I walk out and I tell her, I go, the same girl, I go, I just found out, blah, blah, blah. 
And she's going, hold on a second, hold on a second. She goes, what happened? I said, I just found I got COVID. I said, I got to find some places. I'm up here. I got it. If I, if I got, if I got it, I'm just going to go home. But if I don't, then I want to, you know, I would love to come back. Is there anybody that does one day testing? She goes, I think I have someplace. Hey, hold on a second. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then she looks up at me and she goes, oh, by the way, here's your guy. I go, what do you mean my guy? She goes, the guy who found your rings. I I pick up the phone and I go, hello? I go, who is this? He goes, Patrick, hey man, I saw you get off the plane and walk in the bathroom. And then when you walked out and you took off, he goes, I saw some rings there. And I look, I saw WWF. And then I looked inside, she goes, goes, I don't really watch wrestling. But I look and I see inside, because inside my ring, it says, work ethic equals dreams, explanation point. DDP. So he said, I looked up DDP, WWE, and I thought, damn, that's you. So, so uh, what had happened is the girl got a hold of Delta. Delta sent him to the gate. There was an old man that she was talking to. The kid Patrick had given him uh, his phone number in case this guy comes back for his rings. Oh, wow. So that's what she was going, huh? Huh? Because the guy couldn't hear because he's doing announcements. And the craziest part of all, he says to me, he goes, he goes, um, uh, I, I live in Atlanta. I can give them to you now or get it back to you. And I said, well, hold on a second. Call my girl Paige. She's driving. She's going the other way. So I said, listen, can we meet in Atlanta? He's like, yeah, man, I'd love to. He goes, oh, by the way, remember when you dropped your license? I said, yeah, he goes. I was the guy who told you you dropped your license. <laughs> like, and, <Not> look, <laughs> and that's like that's my motivational Monday this week. Wow. Like when you come up, when you go to my app, and anybody who's listening, it costs you nothing to try my app. Nothing. You get it for seven days for free. I am never. This is Black Friday sale. This is our biggest sale. It's no bullshit. You will never see 30% off on my app ever, except for Black Friday and coming into Christmas. After that, it goes to 25. Then it, by the time New Year's hits, it's 20. It might be 10 or 15. It's always something, but it's the only time you will ever see 30% off on the app, except if you're a military. If okay. you've been in the military, you are in the military, any branch, we send you through a thing, it's always 50% off. Oh, great. Oh, awesome. always, always. So, so the bottom line is, that's the Motivational Monday this week. And it's right up on the dashboard. Now, something that I just started doing, and I tell people, don't listen to me about my program. Don't listen to what... I say about my program, but I will tell you, go to Facebook and there's a site, it's DDP Yoga, one word. You'll know it's for members. You know, everybody likes the page, they become a member. There's over 53,000 people on this page. And there are so many posts and people encouraging people. There's been a couple times where some people, maybe like twice, have come on and been kind of negative. They either change their tune or they're gone. And I don't run it. The crew does, who are the people who do the workouts. Like, they don't work for me. They're just people who love the program. And they help everybody. So I started going there and reading stuff. I'm like, this shit's amazing. So I started a thing called Fabulous Facebook Friday. And this week's Fabulous Facebook Friday, I just filmed it because I had to get it done because all my crew's going to be off from Wednesday on. And um, I uh, I put like four different people in the first four posts I saw. I just read what they say. Mm-hmm. And I show you the pictures of the thing. Like, this is what they have. You're like, you want to go check this page out? And then I talk about what you just saw and how it affects me, you know, uh, it's pretty powerful. So you're not only getting every workout from laying down in bed to psycho extreme shit, 
you're also getting inspired, not once a week, but twice a week. And all of those things stay up there. So there's like over 300 motivational Mondays, at least that are up there. And then it's like tracking yourself. Like there's six pictures I have you take front side, you know, bend over, try to pick your foot up. You know, I, they're all about physiology, flexibility, and core strength. Then it's you track your weight, your measurements, your pain, you know? So if you're, if you're really in bad shape, blood pressure, blood sugar, A1C, because when you get those numbers every, every month and they're going down, your confidence is going up. And that's the biggest thing about my program. It's a confidence builder. And the last thing that's huge is that we've got cooking shows. Like I just don't tell you what to eat or why to eat it. I tell you exactly how to do it. I'm gonna make it for you. And everything is clean eating that tastes unbelievable. So no one can tell me that there's anything else out there like it. And we're every week, new workout, new recipe, new Motivational Monday, new Fabulous Friday, new DDPY tips, you know, which I just might be showing something to work out, something about food, might be just filming it off my phone. So that's what the DDP, you go to DDPY.com or DDPYoga.com. So that's yeah. my bit on that. I've always been interested in it because I, I destroyed my spine back when I used to work in a hotel. So it took me many years to get over. I had two uh, micro discectomies. Oh, and man. Everybody kept telling me to use your system, but I'm like, yoga, man. I don't want to do yoga. But everybody. Stop. Stop. Exactly. What, what does this say on my DDP shirt? yoga. It says DDPY. Yep. Why? Because I, 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 pretty much most people know it is that now. But the main reason I want people to call it DDPY is because I want people to stop calling it just fucking yoga. Exactly. Because as soon as you hear that word, and I've been enlightened, I understand that yoga is fucking amazing. I don't do their versions because I feel more comfortable with mine, but their shit works. And I use a bunch of stuff from the workouts, but I also use a lot of stuff from rehab you know sports rehab i use a lot of you know, slow burn calisthenics push-ups squats crunches i do a lot of stuff that's from dynamic resistance think of isometrics meets isokinetics engaging and flexing as you're moving the jack straps take that to a different level that's like my diet that's like my the dynamic resistance stuff that we're doing on steroids without being steroids. I got to tell you, like you've sold me on this and I, I'm, I've been sold on it for a while now, but I'm lazy, but I'm definitely <laughs> <laughs> going to exactly. <laughs> so gonna check this out, but I wanted to transition with the, uh, you know what? It's funny. Cause back in 2005, I saw you in, in a movie that I really loved. It was uh, the devil's rejects. And yeah. I want to get your take on that because I, I'm a wrestling fan, obviously. So as soon as I saw you, I was in the theater. And I'm like, it's DDP. He's a bounty hunter. <laughs> so I wanted to see how that was working on with, with Rob Zombie and on that film particularly. Well, Rob Zombie is one of the coolest cats ever. You want to hear something crazy, though? How I met Rob, like really met him and talked to him, was uh, I was in L.A. And we were buying Christmas trees. Me and uh, <laughs> my wife, Kim. Why, why wouldn't you be buying Christmas trees? <laughs> Rob Zombie, the fucking, yeah. uh, the, mon- the monster mania dude is, is buying a 12 foot Christmas tree. That's a big fucking tree, all right? <laughs> and I'm looking over at him and I'm like, damn, that looks like Rob Zombie. So I walked over and I said, hey, man, I go, you. Rob Zombie, right? He goes, yeah. I go, I'm Diamond Dallas Page. And I swear to God, he says it just like this. He goes, I know who the fuck you are. <laughs> I said, he goes, didn't I meet you over at uh, uh, over at um, Center, uh, um, Staples Center? I said, yeah, but I didn't think you you would remember. He goes, like, I'm going to forget you. So what ended up happening is Rob and I, you know, we exchanged numbers. And then we finally got together for dinner. And 
God, it must be about close, close to 18, 17, 18 years ago. And um, he, uh, we went out to dinner and he's like, man, he goes, how, how old are you anyway? So I guess I was around 48 back then. And um, he's like, so uh, he goes, man, you must live in the gym, lifting weights. And I was probably another 10 pounds bigger than this, but that was it. And he's like, yeah, I go, dude, I don't even lift weights anymore. He's like, what? I go, I, I, don't, li I don't lift weights anymore. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, what I mean is I friggin' I do, you know, this thing I call uh, YRG. He goes, YRG? He goes, what's that mean? I go, yoga for regular guys. <laughs> and he looked at me like the German shepherd would, you know, like. Like the side head. Cocktail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do yoga? I go, I don't let anybody call it that shit just for that fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I'm writing a book about it right now. I said, uh, if you want, I'll come over and work out with you and I'll show you how to do it. He's like, you do that? I said, sure. I go, it costs you nothing. I go, buddy shit. He goes, absolutely. Well, Rob loved the 10 second push-ups, and he dug the workout and he wrote the forward to yoga for regular guys. Rob Zombie wrote the forward. And uh, so one day he said to me, I wrote you a part in my new movie, Devil's Rejects. I said, really? He said, yeah. He goes, go over and meet the casting girl. You ain't got the audition, you got the part. He goes, I believe in, <laughs> I don't want actors who play tough guys. I want tough guys who can act. And me and Danny Trail, you know? Yeah. So uh, we had a great time. I mean, when I got on the set, first of all, I read the script. And I thought, fuck, this is his second movie and he's writing dialogue that's this good? I mean, like amazing dialogue in that movie. Yeah, it was great. And, and uh, so, uh, you know, I, I did it with him. We had a great time. Uh, out of it, we still keep in touch once in a while. Um, the, uh, you know, my experience with Dane Trejo was amazing. Dane Trejo is one, one of the nicest human beings on the planet. Uh, no ego, zero. And he's a big star now, yeah. you know. Um, but no ego, just a super grounded, sweetheart cat. And when we were doing that movie, I knew it was something special. Like, it reminded me of Reservoir Dogs for horror, you know? Yeah. It definitely is one of my favorites, especially for that time frame. Uh, I think Roger, was it Ebert? that gave it, He gave it a three out of four uh, stars, I, I believe. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. So to, to get him to like a horror film... Yeah. He used to really crap on all horror films and he, he gave it a good review. Funny thing is that Rob, you know, made these three killers, you know, me and Rob, me and, me and uh, uh, Danny were the only ones who didn't die in that movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, friggin' uh, Rob made the three most despicable people ever. You know, freaking, you know, from Captain Spaulding to Baby to Otis, the three of the most disgusting, despicable characters ever. Baby faces at the end of that movie. Yeah, like how the fuck, you know? It, it was a, it was a the classic double, double turn. <laughs> it was interesting, super. Yeah, you know, I, I was, I was proud to be a part of it. What's really interesting, it's like, uh, you know, when I went out to Hollywood. I'm never, I can't remember the guy's name. I just remember his first name was John, but he had done some big movies and shit. And uh, he, he, he wanted to meet me because he was, he was a wrestling fan. And, and he knew I was out there to do, you know, to do, you know, get involved in the movie business, make movies and you know, TV or whatever. And uh, he said, uh, he goes, so let me get this right. You're out here because you want to be an actor and, one of the hardest business ever to do. He said, in your wrestling career, he goes, you struck lightning in a bottle like 
like no one has, like no one's done it the way you've done it and it never will be done again. He goes, well, you struck lightning in a bottle. It's like a, a million to one. He goes, and now you're out here. And he goes, and you think you're going to do it again. He's like, that's like a trillion to one. And I said, mm, I don't think so, John. And he's like, you don't think so? I said, no, I don't. I, I said, and he said, well, why? Why would you think? And when I'm telling you how hard it's going to be, you know, uh, and it's, really the odds of happening are a trillion to one i said well john i know how i did it the first time and i figured out about maybe a couple of years after that that i'm gonna have to change my direction you know people who you know get passionate and say i want to go through the wall i want to go through the wall i want to go through the wall those people should quit because they haven't figured out sometimes you got to figure out how to get over the wall or under the wall or around the wall and that might be four billion miles to get around that wall um and seem like it's never going to happen but i never gave up and i put most of my focus into ddpy what's known today is ddpy mm-hmm. uh but my wrestling career took me eight years to be an overnight success. DDPY took me eight years for the company to be an overnight success. It's over eight years ago. Like we've done unbelievably. I honestly believe if I die right this second, it goes through the roof then. Um, and it's going to go through the roof at some point. Uh, right now, it's just blowing up. But if I died, it would go through the roof. And I don't think it's ever going to go away because it's real. It's proven. There's so many disciples out there that not only teach it, but live it and help other people with it. So it's not going to go anywhere. And that's something I'm absolutely positive of. Um, But while I've been doing that, I've never stopped acting. It might be a friggin' short I did for somebody. It might be a a TV thing like I did... uh, um, um, God, what was the name of that show? I did, did a couple episodes on uh, Suspicion. I can't remember right now, name right now. Uh, but this year, not this year, but next year on Netflix, I've got a new show coming out and it's called Guardians of Justice. And it's a very dark, very dark superhero show. And I am the lead. Nice. And awesome. that's awesome. <laughs> and it's something that we've been working on for five years. In the beginning, we were only doing it for, for YouTube. Uh-huh. So it wasn't, it was shorts. There was a storyline, but it was super cerebral. Uh, but they were shorts that we were going to do. And in the meantime, Adi Shankar, did you ever see that video on YouTube that was, uh, it was called Power Rangers Bootleg. And it was a Power Rangers uh, um, video, YouTube video that was done on, like RX version. It blew up huge. Uh, he did a couple of those and he's done, he's been a, a producer on everything from killing them softly with Brad Pitt to the gray with Liam Nielsen walk among the tombstones with, with Liam Nielsen. He did judge dread. Uh, the last one. Oh, that was uh, good. And, and, yeah, but it, re- it still didn't have the story that he wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. There's only been two judge dreads and they're both like single Sly yeah. and the cat that's from uh, the boys. Now that cat is amazing. How he was not picked or he's got to be picked for the next uh, uh, 007, because that's the only guy I think who can come close to Sean Connery, because everybody else was a good version of a double O, but they weren't Sean Connery. Like, that was the man. Yeah, and was- so they, the, the man that every man dreams of being, Sean Connery, <laughs> 007, the greatest fucking 
character in the history of film, as far as I'm concerned, for a, for, for a macho guy, you know, I mean, just amazing. I love that cat. Um, but, um, you know, back to uh, the Guardians of uh, Justice, you've never seen anything like it because it's, remember, we, we did it as, as piecework for that was going to be on YouTube. Well, then we had to add stuff because Netflix got interested. And he'd already done, I don't know if you saw Castlevania, which is a version of that game that he did in anime. And that's Adi's stuff. That's one of his, uh, his shows. And um, Adi brought them, the, Guardi uh, the Guardians of, uh, of Justice, and then he started adding to it. So wherever we had holes, it's become anime or it's become, I can't even get into all things that it become because it's gonna blow your mind. Like where it's at right now, it's one of those things because you never know what's gonna go, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's one of those things that could really change my life again. Like when I beat Randy Savage, that changed my life. When I dropped the NWO, and then meet Randy Savage. That changed my life, like oh. dramatically, dramatically. And when does this come out? This comes out in 2021. Do you have a- Yeah, a don't have a date yet because they're still editing it. There's so much special effects, which is another thing that friggin', it's, it just takes so much time. Oh, yeah. But I just saw episode one completed. I, it still needs my ADR over it, but- my my sister, my brother-in-law were like, because they've seen it from the <laughs> beginning. And, and it looked pretty good in the beginning, but now it's worthy of a Netflix premiere type thing. I mean, just that first episode, it hooks you. And they're only 20 minutes, you know, so you literally can watch them all in a night. You know, boom, 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 boom. That's boom. normally what happens with Netflix, right? We we binge on these these shows like that. 